Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. So today's kind of topic came from my students in the Introvertpreneur Club. So we've been having a few talks about, you know, if you have all these ideas, all these things that you want to do, how do you figure out what to focus on next? And as someone who has ADHD and is a multi-passionate and has, you know, a ton of different revenue streams and a ton of different offers and products and events and things that I do, I can totally relate to this. And I will say sometimes I still get stuck in figuring out what to focus on next. And the reason why this question is so important is because, you know, if you are also a multi-passionate or you struggle with focus a little bit, it can kind of make it so that you're spreading yourself too thin across too many things so nothing ever hits the mark or performs as well as you would like. So that's kind of the danger of this. But I do think that, you know, if you are somebody who is a multi-passionate and is being pulled in multiple directions, you do also have to give yourself a little bit of permission to be okay with that. You know, maybe having a strict like hour by hour schedule is not for you because it's just not going to work. Um, maybe you need to figure out another way that you can actually focus on things without ignoring everything else. Because we can do that too. We can get hyper-focused on one thing and then we realize, oh no, I've let like all these other things in my business that I was really consistent with for a while just fade away and I've like totally ignored them and stopped doing them. <laughs> So there's a lot of dangers behind this mindset of like focus and figuring out where your focus should be put at all times. And like I said, I think we do need to give ourselves a little bit of permission and flexibility and not be so rigid that, you know, we do end up, hey, I'm just going to do this one thing and then you let everything else go because that is not going to be very helpful either. So one of my biggest things, and I think I talk about this a lot and how I do this is, you know, if I come up with an idea or something comes up that I really want to do and I'm excited about, I will focus on that one thing and get it out there and get it done and out of my head. Because if I try to ignore it and do other things, I'm not going to be able to focus on anything else. So I like to call it following my energy. So whenever you have this creative burst and you're really excited about something, don't hold yourself back from that. Give into it. 
you know, I've launched an entire group program in a few hours, like I shared previously on the podcast. That is just one thing. And and that's really important to me is, is to, you know, I know that I, that I'm like this. So I intentionally structure my days so that I'm not overwhelmed. I like, if I have something that has to be done on Friday, I will put it on my calendar for Tuesday or Monday. That way, you know, if I get this new idea that I'm super excited about, all the things on my to-do list for Monday or Tuesday, the day that this exciting new idea comes to me, I can push those things without feeling like, oh, now I have like missed a deadline. I've forgotten to do this. No, I've put that flexibility into my work and into my tasks and my schedule. So I've kind of figured out how to make that energy flow kind of work for me and give myself the space to allow myself to go all in when it comes up. The second thing I will say that I always kind of ask myself is, because I have a lot of ideas, and if you're an ideas person, you get this too. So for example, I was planning on doing a bundle this fall, and as I was like sitting down to map it out and plan it, I started to think, you know, am I really feeling this? Am I really like excited about this or am I just doing it because, you know, I put it on my calendar at the start of the year and I feel like, you know, I planned for this, so I have to do it. Is it something that I feel like right now I have the capacity for? Is it going to move my business forward? And then the other question I ask about anything is, is it simple? So I am trying to simplify things and be more intentional this year. So yeah, I I love, you know, being playful with my business and trying new things and testing things. But I'm doing that with a little bit more intention behind it instead of just like throwing things at the wall and hoping it sticks. So when I thought back about the bundle, I was like I'm really just not that excited about it. And it's a big project. I mean, it takes months of planning and organizing. And even though I already have the systems in place, it's not something that is easy or simple. So I looked at my list of like digital product ideas and I was like, okay, what is something that I'm more excited about and is going to be easier and simpler for me to get done and get available? And that's something I always have to ask myself and check in with myself because a lot of times we overcomplicate things as well. <laughs> so if you're planning, I'm not telling you not to plan like something huge or a bundle, but just ask yourself those questions. Am I really excited about this? Is it going to drive my business forward? Do I have the time or the capacity right now to do this as well as it needs to be done? Or do I have other ideas or other things that I maybe want to focus on that are going to take lower effort and possibly give me higher return? So one thing I've done in the last couple of weeks is I decided, you know, I really want to be on more podcasts before the end of the year. So I sat down one day for a couple hours. I think I sent out 24 pitches. Um, to be a guest on other people's podcasts. 
And I've already booked 11 guest interviews. Um, Some of them aren't going to happen until after the new year, but I took that action instead of like going all out and doing some huge, big new thing right now, because I sat down and I was brainstorming and I decided like, I really want to do more collabs this year, but I don't necessarily want to host the collab (laughs) in the form of a bundle. So that's where that decision-making kind of process came from. So When you are trying to figure out what to focus on next, just brain dump all of your ideas, all of the things that you're thinking about that have been in your head, that have been, you know, living in a Google Doc or in a list somewhere, and just start looking at each one and ask yourself, am I excited about this? Is it going to move my business forward? And how simple or easy is this going to be? And depending on that answer, then you might ask yourself, okay, so knowing that this is going to be a huge time and energy commitment, is it really worth it right now? Or should I focus on other things right now that are going to be quicker, simpler, easier to get out there and get finished? So that's kind of how my brain works when it comes to, you know, digging into all of the multi-passionate um isms and layers that we have all the time. And I will say like sometimes I I do still struggle with it. Like I had a week 2 weeks ago where I was just burnt out, I was exhausted, I didn't want to do anything. You know, my my dogs were having their issues and it was just a really emotionally draining week and I was just exhausted. I had nothing left in the tank to really do anything creative or do any kind of content or planning. So you don't have to be figuring it all out and focusing all the time. That is just not possible. So give yourself some flexibility. Give yourself a little bit of freedom and permission to follow your energy when those times come up, when you are just so excited about something that you can't focus on anything else. That is a good sign that this is something that is going to be successful and that a lot of people are going to need and it is going to get whatever the result is of it that you hope for because I'm not a woo-woo person, but I do believe in energy and if you create something and promote it and launch it with a level of really genuine excitement... People are going to feel that and it's going to come across, which is why I think usually those offers, those ideas are usually the ones that work the best, even though they're the ones that you get up and like you get out very quickly, usually because of the energy behind them, they do land much better with your audience. So just something to keep in mind if you have those you know, hyper-focused creativity, energy bursts as well. Um, Just give yourself the space and the permission to follow that energy where it takes you. So I hope this, this short little solo episode was helpful. This was just a topic that had come up a little bit. I think a lot of us were maybe feeling burnt out, not sure where to put our energy, where to focus, what to do. And I think most people in the Introvertpreneur Club are multi-passionates as well. 
We're all introverted. We all have to be mindful about where we are giving our energy. So figuring out, you know, what do I do next is a really big question that that we have to continuously ask ourselves. So let me know if you had any questions. I would love to hear your thoughts. If this resonated, you're feeling the same way. You know, if your thought process is similar, I would love to hear it. But thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.